Really, what is vitality and vibrancy, and how do I get it? It is exuberant physical strength and mental vigor. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Welcome to another Life's Inside Track episode. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited because we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips, and even some truths that we all need. We all deserve. You, I, and everyone. So we can turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. So in this episode, we're going to consider that the best guide sometimes, often actually, is that still small voice from within, or maybe it's from with, from above, but it's within our being. It's not from someone mm-hmm. out there. And so we're going to consider the value of that and how to tap into it. Right. And part of having a life exponential One of the biggest puzzle pieces is your vitality, your vibrancy, how you're energetically vibrating, what you're attracting, and how much energy do you have to deal with the stuff that's being attracted? How's that? Well, that's good because (laughs) we can't, I mean, we know, we schedule fun. You've heard us say this before because we know that the challenges and the opportunities of having things to overcome schedule themselves. Mm-hmm. We don't have to schedule them. They just come at us. So how can we use or tap into the inner knowing we already have to build our vitality and our vibrancy? Yeah, because, you know, sometimes there's things that we're pretending that we don't know that we do. Right. Or, you know, like when I eat that ice cream i got nailed to the wall the other day when i was my workout trainer she goes you're putting in all this hard work and you ate ice cream but the problem was i didn't just eat ice cream i bought two 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 liter packages of ice cream right right to share with my friends Yeah, so that they can have struggle with their weight too. But really her point was you're vibrant, you're vital, you're making amazing decisions. And what is it that's causing you to ignore the things you already know? Because you didn't need her to tell you that the ice cream wasn't aiding you. Yeah, it wasn't aiding in my goals of my my, uh, reduction in percentage of fat in my body. And I know that if I eat a healthy protein with good greens and salads and vegetables and that kind of stuff, then it's going to assist my body in building muscle and eliminating fat. Right. Ice cream is not on that list. It doesn't hit the radar. Neither is candy bars or chocolates or or, uh, unless it's dark chocolate or um, chips. Right. Some of my nemesis. They are some of your nemesis. And the interesting (laughs) thing is if you've had success already, you've already, and in Ken's case, he's already been able to be a really healthy weight for most of his life. He works out. He plays sports. Like he does all the things to keep his vitality and his vibrancy at a premium, even as he's saging. Right? Like you're doing those things 
with excellence. And so you've already had success. You already know what success looks like. And so maybe you're like Ken and you've already had significant success at one point in your life. And for right now, because COVID has particularly hard on a lot of us, yeah. right? Because it kind of threw, our, threw us into a state where we were having to function differently than we'd had to function in a while or probably ever. Yeah. And so I think that kind of threw many of us, if you're anything like me, I mean, Ken, as you've heard him say, maybe on some other episodes, said he picked up a couple 10, which meant 20 pounds, right? It's not yeah. what you were thinking, but that the was... The couple 10 is gone now. I know it is, but that was part of the COVID conversation in mm -hmm. the earlier days. And so as you've already had success, what I'm going to ask you to do is tap into what you already know worked for you. Like, what did you do then? How much workout did you do? What did you eat? It's not that we really need to go, generally speaking, need to learn that much more. We just get to apply what we already have experienced was effective mm -hmm. for us. Because what's effective for me may not be effective for you. Yeah, many times you're eating things that are not healthy for you out of habit as opposed to choice because if you if you make the choice you know which one's healthier than another one. choice right right you know which one's a death step and which one is a is a life step and also one thing it's important to say is the trainer said go ahead have your treat once or twice you know maybe on the weekend and don't have it every day because your body won't react as well to it and you're shocking the the sugar levels too frequently whereas if you give it healthy vibrant food five days a week or six days a week and then one day you go off the bandwagon so to speak she said it'll have very little effect right because your body's already kicked into high gear i mean your metabolism steps up like we all know well, most of us know because we've learned, we've read, we could Google it. I mean, we didn't you try to Google all this shows. one. You could watch our shows. You could <laughs> tap into the 31 Life Step journey. We actually yeah. break down the health journey, both the mental and the physical. That's because really it's cool. Because really we, both. You talk about the 31 Life Step, and it's yeah. an amazing 31 video content that we've recorded on how we've created our life exponential and the steps that maybe you want to do, take to make your life even better than what it is now. And all you got to do is jump on our website, doubledecker.life. And now last week I tried it, the, the link was broken. So anyways, we've got someone working on that. If it doesn't work, just Google doubledecker.life in your Google, and it will get you to a to the website without going through the www thing. Right. Cool, eh? Yeah, it is cool. And so we're really just saying you already know. You already know. I can't like remind you enough because the number of times in my life that all I needed to do was be reminded to tap into what I already knew but had chosen to ignore. So maybe the question is, what are you ignoring that you already no. Mm. Sometimes we need to slow down the plan. Mm. Slow down the plan what you're going to do because we're reactive we're reactive. And when we're reactive, and I used to do this, 
And I, for whatever reason, I'm not as hungry as I used to be. But I would go and I'd go into a crash mode. And then I would stop any junk food store place, grab chocolate bars at the gas station when I'm filling up or, you know, shove down a bad for me burger or whatever it was just to sedate that feeling of hunger. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've done that's actually been really, really helpful is to journal, like have a food journal. Ken has a food journal. You can have a thought journal. You can have a gratitude journal, any sort of journal that increases your mental and your physical exuberancy and vitality, your vigor, so to speak, (laughs) um, so that you can, it's harder to deny what you see in writing. That's true. You know, even your trainer said to you, do you keep a food journal? And you said, yeah. And she goes, well, do you like look at it every day and highlight the things that aren't good for you? And it was like, yeah. So how often? Well, at least once a day I'm having something not good. So it you can't, doesn't lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we also know you can't control the cards that you're dealt, but you can play your cards wise and the best possible way. We're grateful to be your partners in moving forward in the development of wealth, wisdom, and worth. How do I lose the fog? Do you mean brain fog? Yes. Okay, so we're going to explore that in a minute. We're excited that for now, we've been able to create for you free access to over 587 episodes where we share insider tips, real estate insight, how to build wealth, creating generational legacy. And really the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office or on the go anytime you want, even on our YouTube channel. Yep. Or on CHRI, you can listen to the podcast. So in this particular segment, we're going to discover what it takes really to Create sustainable, consistent mental clarity. That's lovely. I usually think I do. So the starting in this, how do I lose the brain fog? I usually have pretty good clarity. But I know there are times when I don't, and I know what it is that causes it. What causes it? Uh, Well, lack of sugar. Lack of water. And when I say sugar, it means my bo- my liver has run out of the ability to produce sugar because I haven't eaten for Health, long enough right? or healthy enough. Or water. If I dehydrate, my brain function goes way down. Right. So those are two quick things you can do for just getting yourself back on track right here, right now. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling it in the moment. So that's not so much the brain fog I'm talking about. I think you're more talking about that brain fog when you have um, something that's weighing heavy on your soul, on your brain, whether it be a relationship that's going bad or you're feeling uh, some depression, that kind of fog. Yeah, or something that's just bogging you down. Like there's this nagging fog that doesn't really seem to be dissipating and drinking the water and exercising right and even eating well and eating frequently isn't really getting rid of it. Sometimes we have found that that takes a guide. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes it's as simple as a doctor's appointment because there's something else wrong that physically needs to be addressed to get the brain working the way yeah. it ought to be could working. Could be a medical issue. Right. Could be a medical seek issue. Medical attention. Right. For sure. So let's get that one handled first and foremost. If that's done, what have you done when things just didn't seem to be as clear for you as you wanted them to be? That you just knew there was mm. something. Yeah, I think it was a a clarity thing. Sometimes it's because there's a pivot or a decision that I'm not making that I know I should be making, Mm. whether that be to fire somebody or to stop a business or to start a business or whatever the case may be. I may be delaying something that I know I should be doing and that will create. And so the other thing is physically, I know if I'm not physically fit, it's going to hurt that. So recent, well, recently, a couple of years ago, I went to a retreat, a seven-day retreat. And it was fascinating because it was a combination of working on myself, brain, and um, forgiveness. Surrendering spiritually. Yeah. And then it also had a lot of physical activity. So we're talking, you know, new new things like um zumba and a bunch of different things right so i did all those things and then on top of that it was uh piscatarian so there was some fish and some uh shrimp the odd time but most of the time it was vegetarian food which meant i'm eating a lot more vegetables and healthy foods because it was a health clinic kind of place right yeah, so I went to that, came back feeling energized, a little more vitality. And a little more clear. Yeah. And so what were some of those core takeaways that you got from exposing yourself to guides that have been on the road before you, doing it in a group setting, so we're doing it in community. We often talk about doing these mm-hmm. types of activities in community. It doesn't have to be in isolation. And it, it's almost like the peer pressure works for you in a good way. Yeah, well, there was lots of small group work where you Mm -hmm. shared something that gave you an outline and then it got you thinking about maybe where you have some uh, hurt you're holding in or where you've hurt someone that maybe you need to ask for forgiveness. And then trust exercises were kind of fun where you put a blindfold on and they they walk you through with instruction only through a, a maze outside and do all kinds of things. Or... The great one was you stood up on a tall ledge and the trust was they blindfold you and you fall backwards into the arms of others. And you need to trust that they're going to catch you. And for a moment, I did not want to fall backwards off that ledge. So how did that impact your clarity once you got home like I love the experience you had and I know it was wonderful and I think what I want to make sure everybody that's listening or if you're watching on our YouTube channel over at Double Decker Mm -hmm. Life or at Decker Team what what is it it helps you to trust team members and Mm. seek help from others when you're feeling a little lost like You feel vulnerable when you're blindfolded and taken through a path that you've never walked before. Areas, you know, you have to duck under this and turn around, go sideways through that narrow path or step over a rock or whatever. And the person's guiding you 
You're giving up control. And that helps with clarity. You're helps. losing some of that yeah, and it helps, fog. It, and it just helps you decide, okay, I'm willing to go get some help. I don't have to do it all myself. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have all the answers. Like you're not necessarily meant to have every answer. Even the ones for yourself may require yep. someone to come alongside. And then that creates so much more crystal clarity. Now, I did that retreat because I thought it was a lot easier one than the one you did. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll maybe share about that on another episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. But real, 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 real quick. It was two counselors basically for a week. They were with me face to face for four hours a day. And then I had another 10, 12 hours of life work every day. They were prayer counselors. They were amazing. The big benefit I got from that is sleep deprivation. No, I, I did. Okay. <laughs> it, the big benefit I got is I came into agreement with God about things from my childhood. Mm -hmm. Right. I always thought I didn't want to go there, but what it did was kind of, and I wouldn't say once and for all, but a lot of things I've never revisited because I had enough intensive time looking at some of those hard things that they were able to be forgiven, released, regenerated. And I came into agreement with God and they're just gone now. That's amazing. You've seen that though. Yeah. Like your identity. Of, you know, how beautiful you are. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, that is for another episode, folks. So that was a long, long journey, sure. like 50 years plus journey. And it isn't about being the most stunning. It's about being comfortable in my own skin. And that actually gave me more clarity to think about the things I needed to do. Imagine that. I know, right? Yeah, so it's important to know. That the biggest room in my house and maybe in your house is the room for improvement. Thanks for the privilege of being alongside of us as we get everyone positioned for generational wealth. Let's get physical, physical. I want to get physical. Not here, not now. Not that kind of physical. <laughs> okay. So we're excited that we've been able to, and we're actually really honored that we've been able to, for over 30 years, come alongside you, not only to help you build and do great with investing in real estate and making good use of your house, but really come alongside you to help you build your fun and your faith and your finances and even strength and heal in your relationships. Really 30 years of doing better with your life, your business and your home. Mm -hmm. And so what we're going to explore in this episode really is how can our physicality shift us and move us forward in our vitality and vibrancy in all of life? That's a great question. And as I sage, as you call it, I uh -huh. like that sage, just add that S in front of age. As I sage, I find I need even more support on staying vital and vibrant through physical activities and eating and all that kind of stuff. And what I took for granted when I was younger, can't take for granted anymore. And also I'd like to talk about a time when, how old was I? I don't You're even remember. You're in your late, I mean, early thirties. Yeah. You're in your thirties. And so still young, but 
I went through a period of depression and it was when my dad died and he died at the age of 72. And it's funny when my mom died much younger, 64, 64. And God just blessed me with peace. But maybe it was my dad was a little angry that he was dying. At any rate, I spent a lovely week with him before he passed away. And I still, I went into a depression. I also had hurt my knee. So I had torn my ACL and I wasn't able to play sports and and stay active. So I was gaining weight. I was about to go in for surgery to fix my knee. And I didn't even know, I just felt lethargic, just I didn't even know I was depressed, really. I think when you're depressed, you don't know you're depressed. Right, because I was thinking, I sure knew he was depressed. I sure knew you were depressed. And it got so bad at one point that I almost checked him into the Royal Ottawa. Like, I can remember where we were. We were on Maryville Road at the car dealership. We were getting one of the cars fixed for whatever reason. We were in the car together. We'd been into real estate and serving clients for a long, long time at that point, like over a decade together, probably. And you were just crazy talk. Like you had no clarity. You were sad. You were angry and in denial. Right. Yeah. And so I was like done and I didn't know what to do because no. I was used to being the crazy girl, not yeah. you being the crazy guy. And right. I, You're the steady stable. Yeah. And you know what? I remember the day that thing changed. I do, too. Do you? Mm-hmm. So you tell me why it changed. Okay. What was the day? Well, I was actually having breakfast with one of my Christian buddies. We had breakfast regularly. Mm-hmm. And and I said to him, you know what? I'm done with being depressed. And I said, it ends today. And I made a mental decision and then followed it up with physical decisions. I, another Christian friend, we started working out in the basement in the gym. I also hired a trainer at the, mm-hmm. at the, uh, at the gym in Ottawa. Yeah. And I found that when I had a trainer, it forced me to show up. And when I had a buddy, forced me to show up. Right. And so you got into physical activity to whatever degree, because you still had your knee issue going on, but to the degree to which you could. And it actually, in your case, and this may not be the case for everybody. So as we share these stories of our personal experiences, we're not saying this is all you have to do and you're going to be all good. But we know that having a guide and having some people that can see things you can't see and having a buddy could be well an asset for you. And yeah. shift you. So for Ken, that physicality shifted yeah. the mental lack of clarity. Yeah. And then I got my knee surgery mm-hmm. and and that recovery time, you know, took like six months mm-hmm. before I could play sports again. Mm-hmm. But the beauty was I went through physio and I got got healthy. I dropped a bit of weight. I remember going to the doctor and saying, doctor, when I play sports, I'm I'm like, out of breath more. I don't know what's going on. He looked at me. He goes, that's because you're fat. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I've been putting on muscle. He goes, yeah, but you've been putting on fat. <laughs> to go along with the muscle. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so that was uh, that was a wake-up call. I think I was hitting about 195 pounds at the time. You're a big guy. For yeah. you, for your frame and for yeah. who you are, that was you being a big guy. Yeah. You know, recognizing that when I married Ken, he was oh. 120. Eight, 
So he often reminds me that he became almost you got one and a half times the man you paid for exactly and i didn't pay for you when we got (laughs) married but that i signed up for okay how's that that's good um so when we're talking about our physical vitality and our strength just sometimes what i heard you say is sometimes just making the decision to see it differently starts to change it yeah and then the decision sometimes needs support yeah when you decide that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you'll do something about it so that you're not. Right. So you get into action. You take a life step. Yeah, exactly. So one of the life steps you might want to take is connecting with us and signing up for the 31 Life Step Journey. It is an opportunity to look at all the little areas of your life. We've broken it down into 25 different areas, and then we've given you a few bonus ones to get 35, 31, not 35, 31, Mm -hmm. and it just lets you assess and then decide whether you want to do anything about it or not. Your call, and they're actually kind of entertaining, I'm told. Very entertaining, Anna. I actually, we were writing a book and some of the content comes out of that course that we created, that 31 Life Step Journey. Mm -hmm. And I laughed. I'm sitting on the beach re-watching it and I'm laughing. It's like the fourth time. Not only did we create the content, we recorded it. Then we watched it. But I've gone through the course like three times and I still laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> well, that's pretty. Okay, that's another issue or conversation all together. But we're funny. We're pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, so, it's infotainment. Exactly. And we know that we tend to take better action, more action when, when we're emotionally charged. And humor will help us emotionally charge. So the reason we're bringing up this right now is laughing a lot will actually help you. So having a guide, having a buddy that makes you laugh and that can come alongside you to do that actually mm-hmm. will help create the clarity that you maybe want and the vibrancy and vitality in your physicality. Like yeah. it's, it makes me crazy how close they are together. How close the oh, hand they in are. glove, hand mm-hmm. in glove. Your your physical vitality and your mental vitality. That combination of the two fit hand and glove. Right, and there may be times where you can't use, can't do a thing. I don't, I don't. Yeah, most of you have probably heard at one point. I fell down a hill in Algonquin Park, about an eight hour journey into the hospital from where I fell, and I broke my leg, and it was pointing the wrong way, and I still thought I could stand on it. So don't, you know, don't ask me whether you're medically sound or not. But finally got it fixed. Had surgery, plates, pins, all that stuff. The crazy thing is, I couldn't use it. Because it was impossible to use a leg that was broken. And yet when I came back, even though it was being protected and it healed, I couldn't barely stand on my own leg. Yeah. Right? So the bottom line here with this whole conversation is if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. You'll lose the ability of being able to be vibrant if you don't use what you've been given. Yeah. And we're honored to be advocates on this journey of building wealth through real estate and having a life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.